welcome back to Lame Talk, the part of the show where we're going to talk the non-DCL stuff and related topics, as well as answering questions and other things of that nature. Um, here we'll have a few sections covering other games, movies, TV, relevant news, and also a Q&A. First things up, odd games. We're going to talk about Marvel Strike Force. DP, go ahead and take it away. Marvel Strike Force. Well, this Marvel's was actually um, Mr. Fernando Calapeno's suggestion uh, as, a, as a game we were looking at this uh, this month. So uh, I think the three of us, um, we are all in the same boat. We're all waiting for it to come out. We do know that it's currently in beta, and you can be you can play it if you're in certain regions of the world. Um, but we haven't uh, gone through the necessary steps to try and play it uh, currently. But and we're just waiting for it to come out normally. But we have been watching a lot of people's content on the game, and uh, well, uh, let's get uh, Mr. Jalapeno's opinion on that. What do you think about Marvel Strike Force? Uh, well, one thing that I really enjoyed um, from the footage I've seen so far is that uh, the, it shares a lot of um, of uh, features uh, to another game that I actually do play, um, which is uh, st- the Star Wars game that's Galaxy out. Galaxy of Heroes? Uh, been Galaxy of Heroes? Galaxy of Heroes, yeah. And um, the, what I like about it, I, the one thing I don't like about uh, the Star Wars game is the, the graphics are is br- the brutal for me. Is, uh, uh, but there's a lot of, uh, of things in the game that I really like. Uh, like little things, like the little things. Like, um, for example, being able to um, uh, play at a faster speed. You know, four times speed, uh, things like that. Being able to um, run through content um, quickly, you know, so instead of actually having to individually go through each battle, you can you can kind of speed through a lot of different battles and things like that. And then there's just a ton of content. Um, so from what I've seen so far with Marvel Strike Force, there's a lot of similarities um, between that and that that uh, Star Wars game. So I'm really looking forward to that. And of course. Um, I love turn-based games in general. Um, so seeing you know my favorite Marvel characters uh, going toe to toe in a uh, in a strategic turn-based game is is very exciting for me. What do you think, Ogre? Yeah, and I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like I I'm I've been playing uh, turn-based RPGs since I was a little kid. I started out with uh, you know the original. Dragon Quest, which was known as Dragon Warrior here in America, and then I started up playing Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. on my you know Nintendo, you know back mm-hmm. in the day. So I've been playing RPGs for forever now, and I love that play style. I mean, I love it. So that's part of what drew me to DCL. So I'm gonna play Marvel Strike Force. Just the same a question. Way I just DCL, a question. So. You interject about the RPGs, right? The one thing that I, I noticed about Marvel Strike Force that um... can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. One sec. Yeah. <clears throat> One sec. <clears throat> okay, can you hear me now? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry, my mic just... Uh, sorry, my mic just... So, uh, what I was saying about RPGs, um, just to sort of uh, get into what Ogre was saying, what do you think about the time limit that they're putting in Marvel Strike Force? Because I saw that a lot of uh, ba- each battles has a certain time that you have to complete it in. So, it, it doesn't give you the full turn-based RPG strategies as it was, you know, originally made, you know, as you're saying... Dragon Quest, Final Fantasy, back in the day. That's sort of the, the thing that they put into this game in DCL that we play. But now they're introducing this time element. Now gives, that's a little... It seems like it's, um, seems what's like the popular thing that they're doing with RPGs. Um, active today. time battle? 
Right. Active. That, that, that's exactly. That's what I was looking for. Active time battle. That's it. What do you think yeah. about that element of Marvel Strike Force? Uh, it, it, as long as it's implemented correctly, I think it'll be fine. Okay. So. Yeah. And and for me, honestly, um, I I actually like the idea of of setting the timer in, in, in battles. Um, you know, there's been a lot of battles uh, on DC Legends where um, uh, you just you just find yourself in that endless loop uh, where you have, let's say, uh, Hal Jordan fighting up against, let's say, Batman the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. and just no one wins. And you're just sitting there and, and nothing happens. Um, you just have to leave. So with this, you know, it kind of uh, it kind of forces you to put, you know, those strikers on your team to get, you know, get the job done. Um, and if and I think that it, it it basically bleeds into your strategy and who you bring to the table um, and how you play the game. You know, so I think that I think of that as just a uh, another, you know, uh, level of strategy that you will have to adjust to. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing that I will, I really one like about will, Marvel's really Strike Force that I've been seeing from Strike the footage that, that people are using is that the fact that the, the battle ele- the battle aspect battle. of the of the game is seems a lot more dynamic. It's a, it seems a lot more fluid than Marvel's or than DCL. So what I'm saying is that the way the character animations, the way they move, um, you can actually see real movement. They're moving like right up to the character, and they're like right touching up. him in the face, and they're moving around on like in different parts of the battlefield, right? And then they also have this sort of combo element. For example, the one thing that I that everyone's been seeing in the trailer that they put out was uh, Iron Man comboing off Iron of uh, Captain America's shield, uh, making his what seems to be a targeted move into like an AOE move, right? So that looked really cool. For that example, looked- that's something that that's I don't know if they could ever do something like that in DCL because it's probably really hard to do in terms of uh, programming mechanics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Good. Oh no, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, just watching the trailers and watching some of the uh, gameplay, it, it seems like um, when you're playing, especially at the normal speed, you'll get a lot out of those animations, and you know, I think that there's gonna be a lot of the wow um, factor. Um, I think that it, it gets a little crazy when you do it in a, the four times speed. <laughs> it, it does look a little silly. Uh, a little Benny Hill, <laughs> but uh, but uh, at the end of the day, though, I mean, I can't really complain about it at all. At least from what I've seen now, playing it could be completely different. But I can't really say much until that time happens. Cool. Um, there was one other thing um, about the way that they've introduced alliances. Like they've already introduced alliances, and the game's still in beta, which is first of all. Kudos to them because it took a it took DCL a long time to get to alliances, but, um, but in terms of the events that they have, like I've been watching uh, superhero reviews uh, content on uh, alliance like raids. I think it is. They have different levels of raids and different difficulties. It seems, and it looks like your alliance is uh, battling together in this sort of um, event where you can collect uh, I guess shards uh, or fragments for certain characters or something like that and it's dif- it's it's uh increases in difficulty depending on your level or something like that or it's it's always static but it'll obviously be a lot harder for lower level people to battle so it actually depends like who you have in your alliance and who you have that will be working towards certain goals and certain events will actually matter a lot so that's quite interesting hmm. 
Yeah, that, that seems like it'd be awesome. I mean, any kind of anytime you have a decent amount of um, of PVE content, I think that that just you know really speaks volumes for the game. Um, you know, with us and and DC Legends, you know, there's not you know you have a little bit. Uh, PVE content, and once you're finished, it's just it's over. But having uh, other events that's a little bit fresh, I think, just keeps things going. Uh, so, I mean, I really look forward to that, and I hope that with the launch of this game, that it encourages uh, DC Legends to actually kick it up a little bit and put in some extra content too. Well, I mean, something that I was told while I was visiting over at DCL is that they are planning on putting out new PVE here coming after the first quarter. So we're almost through March. So the first quarter is almost out. So hopefully, you know, soon we'll get, we'll get this new PVE content. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm crossing my fingers. Cause, uh, cause that, that one, uh, legendary events is still locked. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, injection, the injection of new, uh, new content to the game will definitely help keep it alive. Cause that's what we really need. We need, we need something to keep need, us need something interested. Keep right. So the, the Martian Manhunter event, that was definitely interesting enough. Um, but we still need more. <laughs> We're yeah. addicts. Give us more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, any, okay. any last thoughts on Marvel Strike Force before we move on? No. I'm just uh, looking forward to it. Supposedly, the uh, release date is scheduled for the end of March. I'm not 100% sure if that's accurate or not, but that's mm-hmm. what I saw on the Reddit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have one little bit of uh, information. Um, so I'm not sure about Apple because I don't have I don't have a iPhone. Um, but um, with Google, if you go to the Google Play Store, um, you can actually go to Marvel Strike Force, uh, and it has a coming soon, um, and it gives you an option to pre-register. So as soon as the game comes out, you'll get a notification. Uh, that way, you'll you'll know when the game's out. So I think that uh, for for Apple users, I think there might be something similar. So there's something to check out. Oh, that's new. I haven't seen that yet. I've been looking. I think for iOS users, the only way to pre-register is through their website. Um, like I, I've pre-registered myself on iOS, but they don't have anything in the actual but, iTunes store. So I think you have to oh, okay. go through it like the sort of semi-manual route. But you can do it. Oh. It's not. Uh, I think it's email based at that point. But yeah. Well, the uh, the Android one wasn't up until I guess very recently because I've been okay. looking every. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, I literally just pre-registered while we were doing this. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. As we're talking, we I'll look through my iTunes store. <laughs> uh, but, there you go. There you go. Okay. Um, any last okay. thoughts on Marvel Strike Force? No. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okie doke. Well then, um, well then, let's go on to the next section, which is silver screen. So here, the first thing up is Black Panther. All of us have watched Yay. the Black Panther movie. Uh, Ogre, oh, yeah. most recent, he literally watched it yesterday or today. <laughs> no, I watched it like a couple of hours ago. <laughs> it's fresh. It's fresh uh, in your mind. So how do we want to do this? Like, do, we, do we want to start off? I finished the movie, got home, watched another movie, and then it was time for podcast. Cool. <laughs> Do we want to talk about so. this in terms of like how we're going to rate it or uh, giving out spoilers or or do all of that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Uh, I don't want to do a spoiler. I, I wouldn't. I, yeah, wouldn't. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we need to do a spoiler. Okay. We'll yeah. do this. Okay. Yeah. For those listening right now, we may talk about things in the movie and in 
and unintentionally spoil it. So if you don't want to, all, <laughs> you know, you know, cover your ears. But uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right? But just just for a few minutes. Right? Just we'll, for a few we'll minutes. Try, we'll try our best <laughs> to not spoil the movie. Best. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. So overall, um, let's give it out, give it over to our guest, uh, Mr. Jalapeno. I think you were the first one to watch the movie, so it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I, I, I actually, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the acting, um, just uh, how everything played out. Um, you know, the rollout of characters, how, uh, how the character development, um, even, even some of the kind of one-liner characters did a good job. Um, you know, and I, I was just immersed in the experience. Um, there's a lot of awesome costumes, um, lot to look at visually. And, uh, I, I really enjoyed the fight scenes, um, little clever and witty comments that they made throughout the, the movie and, and such. Um, overall, I mean, I, I just enjoyed it and it was something that, um, you know, I look forward to in these kind of action movies. Um, and, and it got me really excited about, the uh the future movie that they're going to be coming out with the uh what affinity wars i want to say yeah um so i'm looking forward to that now too you know so uh yeah overall i just liked it i liked it a lot cool yeah i'm i love i'm the one who saw it today so it's very fresh in my mind (laughs) and i want to spoil the crap out of it because i want to talk about (laughs) that i saw but at the same time i don't want to you know but overall i gave i gave it a, a very solid nine out of 10 like it was just it was a really 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 good movie very very solid definitely worth the watch um there was a couple of things that i had issue with but that's just me being a dork so <laughs> i'm not <laughs> not gonna complain about it i mean yeah. it's just decisions that were made you know i not nothing i can do about it really um so but it was a really really good movie so so I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yet so so, so me personally, I think that uh, I'm in the same I'm in the same <coughs> as you guys. Like, I can't I couldn't have been happier when I when I walked out of the theater after that movie. That movie was definitely lived up to all its hype. I'm looking right now on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at ninety seven percent. Oh wow, seven percent uh, with forty point nine million dollars in sales. I'm not sure exactly what that's. I think it's probably more than crushing that. But in it's yeah, they're over the billion mark it's worldwide. Yeah, I'm not sure what those numbers are, but yeah, in, sure. in in general, now the general, one thing that's interesting about Black Panther's numbers in terms of uh, just statistics and overall sales, they haven't even been released in China yet. Oh, no. I didn't know that. And here's the thing that. about Pan- Black Panther: a lot of the Chinese media and a lot of Chinese uh, fans are really mm-hmm. looking forward to it because of the fact that Black Panther as a character really resonates to Chinese people. Uh, I believe it's hmm. something in their culture that like black cats or panthers in general are actually really revered or really looked like high, like highly at. So they're really mm-hmm. respected in general. So a lot of people are probably just, even if they're not superhero fans or fans of superhero mm-hmm. movies, they're, a lot of them are probably going to go watch the movie just for the sake of it's a black panther movie. So that's oh, something wow. to think about. And the fact that they've, they're reaching the numbers that they have without even being in one of the biggest markets in the world really says something so yeah, um, yeah yeah but i mean let's break this down in sort of a technical aspect what do you guys think of the acting the actors you know what what stood out to you in terms of scenes 
in in, in the movie so, without trying to spoil too much. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like they had a great combination um, of of actors in this one. Um, I mean, they had a star-studded cast. You know, was, you had character Forrest Whitaker just with a couple lines, but yeah, Angela Bassett. It's just all of these great uh, actors who are you know pulling up just one-liners and things like that. Like I mentioned before. Um, and, and of course, you know, the antagonist, uh, <laughs> I just love them in Creed. Yeah. I love them in Creed and, and I, I really love them and, you know, his little funny lines and things like that in this, in this movie too. So, um, you know, overall, I, I, for, I guess like for me, uh, I don't, I really don't, um, expect much in the, uh, by way of acting, you know, great acting from superhero movies. And, and, and I, I normally would frown upon people who are like, oh, the, the acting was not that great in said blah, blah, blah movie. Um, and I'm like, it's a superhero movie. You, you really go to the theater to watch stuff blow up, you know? And, and yeah, if the acting's good, then yeah, it makes it a better enjoyable experience. But I mean, overall, I'm, I'm trying to watch them destroy the city and save everyone, you know, and that, that's what I'm really there to, to do. And, and going to this movie is like, you got that element of, of action, but then you also got uh, a decent, you know, cast that was able to really put, put together an amazing script and, and, you know, make you believe in, in what they were doing, which I, I liked. So. Yeah. I think, I think my favorite character dynamic was actually uh, Prince T'Challa and his sister. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was that was actually she was awesome. awesome. She, she was she was it. awesome. She, she did. She was absolutely hilarious. She oh, amazing through the whole movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, yeah. she did a really good job. That's so. what it was. Yeah, but um, yeah, but, and and I will say, I'm not gonna lie, Angela Bass is still hot. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> She's not aging at all. <laughs> That's she, crazy. No, she, is, the deal. she is still. She is still gorgeous. She yeah. is still gorgeous. Like <laughs> no. Uh, from an actor's point of view, as, as we're talking about actors, Chadwick Boseman definitely crushed it. Like he he was a great Black Panther, and I think he still will be, and hopefully uh, we'll see a lot more of him in the Avengers movies. Uh, Michael, oh yeah, yeah. Michael B. Jordan killed it. He ran away with it with uh, the whole um, Killmonger. Uh, mm-hmm. Like yeah, he, he was. I couldn't have picked a better person. I was I was skeptical because of the way the trailers were showing him because. They're in this African setting, and They're everyone sort Af- of has their accent. I guess they they put on the African accent because of the environment that they're in. But in the trailer, mm-hmm. you don't really get the backstory of Killmonger, so you don't know that he's he grew up in the states, right? So you right. So I was wondering, you know, how they fit this 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 whole dynamic in? Is it going to be really poor acting because you know it's just like a guy who's in an African setting but can't have put on the African accent? And it wasn't that at all. Right. It wasn't that at all. And then yeah. he broke he broke out in that. Um, What's what's the name of their uh, Wakanda? Their their Wakandan accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke out yeah. the mm-hmm. Wakandan yeah. speech uh, in in very you know important parts. Where it's like, hey, look, I'm still one of you. Uh, right. You know. And yeah, no, it was it was good. That was awesome. Um, but looking at the cast, um, you all like as you're saying, it's completely like, stark. Saying, Forrest Whitaker. Stars. He's always Forrest Whitaker. He's always solid. Oh yeah. You know, he's always oh, yeah. playing. He's he's pretty much always in the same type of role in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> But another character that yeah. doesn't get uh, enough maybe uh, uh, limelight uh, is Daniel Kaluuya. I guess his name is. He's a Wakabi. 
You guys might know him from the other movies he was in, um, Get Out, which was also. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, he was also yeah. um, in one episode of Black Mirror, which I love oh, yeah, the episode yeah. that he was in because he gave the best he gave speech in that Black Mirror episode. If, if any of you guys any of you have, like, if you've never watched Black Mirror, that's fine because every episode is a standalone. Go watch the one episode that he's in and it'll like. Yeah, I believe it's the second. second. It's the second episode in the first season, I believe. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it like it just blew yeah. my mind. So that's yeah. like some crazy acting. Um, also, uh, real quick. Um, so his sister was also in the episode of Black Mirror as well. Actually, oh, yeah, in the fourth season. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, okay. At I'll have to check the show out at some point. Black Mirror is really cool. It's one of those like those those uh, series that's like gets you thinking, right? It's not one of those things mm-hmm. like uh, it's also some depending on which episodes you watch. Sometimes you probably don't want to watch it in a darkly lit room. There's <laughs> 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 like if you're thinking of certain weird things, like if you're yeah. Anyways, okay, so well then thing, I may not want to watch it. I don't... <laughs> another thing that I want to point out about <laughs> the the movie, and a lot of people have been commenting on um, in terms of Black Panther, is that. It has sort of this Wonder Woman feel to it because the cast is almost all African American except for the mm-hmm. like two people I think. Uh, there's mm-hmm. Martin Freeman and uh, Andy Serkis uh, who are in the who's sort of the villains and the good guy on the helping up Black Panther, right? right. So aside from that, ninety nine percent of the cast is African American, and the director is African American, right? Mm-hmm. So Wonder Woman, for example, was not all female, but Mainly directed is directed by a female, a uh, big popular female star, and it had that sort of like you know girl power movement, right? And now we and Black Panther was released during Black, uh, Black History Month, doing. right? Black History. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it was, from my personal opinion, I think it was definitely well marketed, well marketed. Uh, well thought out, and mm-hmm. it really puts a lot of African American um, what's the word here uh, artists out there really puts yeah. them out there yeah. and gives them a lot of shine and it was shine definitely well worth that's that right. that i guess well I guess yes. experiment is not the right word here but it's definitely mm-hmm. it's definitely a risk that the, the the studio was taking right but it definitely paid off for them that's what yeah. I'm saying. yeah 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 and uh I, I think that uh the results actually you know the results that they've gotten um you know knowing that you know people will come out uh to watch a movie um that's let's say directed by and things like that and and you know a, a full cast um of let's say african americans or whatever can can bring out crowds like that i think that that will then lead to maybe future um hero movies uh uh and other movies of course um that could be you know uh, centered around someone um you know, of color, maybe, you know, now they could do something with uh, Native Americans. Now they do something more with, um, you know, just like legit, you know, Asian, you know, things like that. It's actually, you know, going out there and, and just saying, hey, we're, people want to see a, just a good movie. And, and if you put together the right cast with the right script, um, it doesn't matter who's directing, you know, uh, people can do it. They can they can make it happen. So I'm 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 very excited about the results. Um, I think everyone was kind of shocked, almost like Deadpool shocked. I don't think people thought that Deadpool was going to do as, as well as it did, and it did a fantastic job. They put together a good movie that, that time. I'm looking forward to Deadpool 2. 
yeah. um, I'm looking forward to like if they do uh, a sequel to Black Panther. I'm looking forward to that. You know, there's so many things I'm looking forward to now. Because <laughs> I can, so, yeah, the superhero the, genre has definitely grown. Yeah, definitely. I would be surprised mm-hmm. if they decided to not do a Black Panther 2. There is no reason for yeah, that right. right now. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Yeah. But I think that we've come a long way uh, since the, uh, what is it? The, I forgot which one it was. What Batman and Robin movie George with the. Uh, <laughs> 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 we've come a long way from, from that, that, that level. So uh, I'm, I'm very excited, you know. If you appreciate George Clooney as a comedian, <laughs> you, you would like that if you knew what you're getting into. If you're thinking, you're getting into, yeah. if you're going into this watch, looking for a Batman movie, you'll probably be disappointed, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But, but, you have to put yourself in the right set, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, any, any last thoughts on Black Panther before we move on? Oh, so if a person goes to see it, there, I believe there's, there's two scenes that happen yeah uh, after the, oh, yeah mm-hmm. so that's just something post-credit to let people scenes. know yeah. yeah yeah so definitely stay all the way to the end uh-huh <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen it go see it yeah go see it yeah, yeah definitely yeah. worth it definitely <laughs> worth the price of admission uh, go price. see it right now don't wait for the dvd just go just go get out there like I even took my my two my two year old daughter to go see it it was worth two year old that's awesome yeah. <laughs> Like she didn't have to pay for it, but obviously, but you know, but uh, I didn't have to pay for it either. She was a good yeah, girl, exactly. so. <laughs> yeah. kept kept her attention. So that's awesome. <laughs> so um, on the topic of movies, now uh, following the the Wonder Woman, the uh, the Black Panther thing, now there was the there was talks about a Batgirl movie coming up in the future. And it was originally supposed to be Josh Whedon who was going to Josh direct Whedon. Bad Girl. And for those of you who don't know, Josh Whedon was the person who took off, took over the Justice League movie after um, Snyder had to, you know, take some time off. Exactly. But the fact that he's no longer on this, the reason I think what he was saying on Twitter was basically he he cut himself out of it. I'm not sure if that was completely true. There's rumors of him being fired, but basically he was saying there was script problems. He's saying like after a month he realized he didn't really have a good script. For the movie, so he just kind of let that go. So, so. But the the other rumors following this is that they want to look into a female director for the movie, and this mm-hmm. leads me to believe that they're going down the same route that they were taking with Wonder Woman. Now, Wonder Woman, as you guys know, was directed by uh, a female director and was highly praised for that fact and the fact that it was mainly you know centered around women. But uh, Batgirl, what do you guys think about that in terms of? A standalone movie for the DC uh, DCEU. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I do find it kind of not necessarily odd with uh, Batgirl, but I I do find it kind of strange that before they came out with uh, they did they didn't do a, a standalone movie for each one of the the characters in Justice League. So I, I was very shocked about that, um, and I'm also very shocked that. Uh, uh, I mean, it would be nice to see a Batgirl movie. I mean, she has, uh, there's, there's definitely a lot that they can bring to the table with Batgirl. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very shocked. I mean, are they coming out with, let's say, a standalone Aquaman movie, a cyborg movie? Are they doing that? They've confirmed both of those. Yeah, actually. the Aquaman oh. movie is actually coming out next year. Okay. Uh, cyborg, I believe, is two years. Yeah, and they're going to do a Flash. And I think Flash. And, uh, yeah, they were going to do a Flash movie. I don't know where that's at right now. And Ben Affleck, yeah, um, and he was originally supposed um, to direct his originally... own Batman standalone movie, but then he stepped down. Yeah, as the director. The Batman. 
right? It's called, yeah, it was supposed to be called The Batman, but now he's just going to be an actor in it. He was going to try and also direct it, but I think he was saying on Twitter and social media saying that the fact that um, he really wants to commit as much as he can to his character, he doesn't think Mm. you can do that while directing at the same time. So he decides to hand it off to someone else so that he can focus on being Batman. So yeah, that's good. I, I think that's a good play by him. Yeah, I, I definitely think yeah. so too. I do like him as a director. I've seen a lot like of his him. stuff, and he's he awesome. does great stuff as an actor yes. and as a director. So yeah, okay. Um, with that being said, um, let's move on to some news. Now, uh, there there was some unfortunate uh, news recently with the shootings that happened in Florida, and as a result of uh, that. Uh, President Trump had a lot of people from Florida, I, I believe from the school, there in the White House and having discussions with him uh, with you know basically what's going on with uh, gun control and so on and so forth. One of the things that a lot of uh, game and popular media were picked on was the fact that he and many like many politicians before him like and many people before him blamed violence in general on video games. For example, uh, first-person shooters and so on. Like overall, uh, violence being introduced to young people through video games. And what do you guys think about that? Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, honestly, uh, I, I will say this. Um, and I mean, there there definitely needs to be some fact checking to this. But um, you know, the whole idea of the genre of first-person shooter um, from and this may be 100% incorrect, but um, I was told that it, it basically originated with um, like kind of almost like simulators um, with the government, you know, just to kind of desensitize someone who hasn't been in combat kind of situation. Um, and, and I could I could see a person, let's say, who's like, you know, in with, um, let's say, consistently doing the first person shooters and things like that, being slightly less or slightly more desensitized to you know, uh, real life violence. Uh, I know that playing Grand Theft Auto for a long time, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm driving in a car and I look over, I'm like, man, that's a nice car. Oh, it's like, oh, you can't do that. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, <can't, laughs> you know, you play a game for too long. I mean, but I don't think, I don't think that, it, I don't think that it forces people to, to go out there and, wow. and commit violence. You know, there's a lot more elements to it. Um, and, and to use, you know, gaming as, as like the escape goat uh-huh. for other deeper issues, uh, I think is an unfair assessment, though. Yeah, it really is. Uh, you know, gaming, they've got warning labels. To be fair, I've watched I don't know how many parents buy their eight-year-old M-rated games. You know, it's like, come on, you know this is for 18+. plus. It says so on the game. Mm-hmm. you're the idiot that bought it for your kid if you can't watch them while they play it and make sure that they understand there's a difference between reality and the game then you're failing as a parent mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the child because you're the one telling them you know it's okay, it's okay. but I'm not going to get into that debate I'm not going to get into that debate that's a whole separate issue in itself <laughs> that's a whole separate issue yeah uh, but as far as what Trump said about video game violence and everything else it's like you know this isn't the first time we've heard this this happened back when all of us were growing up when Mortal Kombat first came out. Definitely. Like, it's just, it's, it's always been around. Like, as soon as video games became violent, is when they decided, oh, well, video game violence caused the violence. It's just like, you're stupid. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more issues yeah. uh, that are, you know, 
there's a lot more issues there. Like you got to look at bullying and other things like that. So. Well, if we're focusing on, for example, like fo- fighters and uh, Fighter. first-person shooters, that's definitely easy to make that's- that. Um, what's the word here? That 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 pull towards reality, like seeing how where that where that lines up. I can see where people are getting that from. Now, here's another interesting thing that a lot of people might not know. In Japan, one company in general, like not just one game, but an entire company is, I wouldn't say outlawed, but soft banned from Japan. Uh, The company is Blizzard. Now, Blizzard releases a lot of different games, um, like real-time strategy games, uh, MMORPGs, and so on and so forth. Most notably, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, and so on. These games have been quote-unquote soft banned from uh, Japan based on the fact of their Based level on. of addiction, right? And mm. a lot there was a there was now I heard about this, but I haven't actually seen it on the news. But people have told me it was on the news um, that there was a group of concerned mothers, really, <laughs> and um, they basically approached uh, certain I don't know ministries and saying that we can't let this type of we gaming uh, get out there. Because we see the effects that it has on certain kids in Korea, which is just next door to Japan, and we don't want that in our communities. We don't want we don't want that in our homes. We don't want them taking over the lives of our sons and daughters, right? And they basically got rid of it before it became an issue. Because there was a lot of issues, for example, in Korea, people playing uh, World of Warcraft or other MMORPGs, where they got really into that universe, got really got into that world, and then. Um, what's the word here they they basically for example someone kills their character in game or someone steals one of their items in game and they go they lose it they get they they go nuts they find out where that person actually lives in real life find like maybe he's a popular person a popular character and they go track him down and they murder him Mm. like this is actually there have been several well-documented issues with this in korea and even in north america too and I know, you know, I've played a lot of MMORPGs in my life growing up as well. I can see that, you know, not that leap is not that far. So the fact that this level of violence, like violence translating from like a game into the real world, it doesn't actually have to be a violent game. It could just be a fantasy based game. It could be any game, really. But competitive. Game, right. A competitive game. Any, any game where you, you have a need to be competitive, right? So, that being said, I, getting back to what Ogre was saying, it's definitely on the parents to make sure that you know they know what they're getting their kids into. But at the same time, what if you're an adult? What if you're playing the game and then now you're getting yourself immersed into the universe, and then that you know sort of changes the way you start thinking. Uh, you start thinking about reality. Is that really a real thing in real life? That because then it's no longer on the parents at that point, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think that there has to be something, you know, the controls, uh, and and I feel like, uh, and that's more, it's a bigger issue in itself. Um, you know, I, I feel like, just in general, there's a lot of of grooming people to be a certain type of way, um, to be consumers and things like that, and to be highly competitive. Um, I mean, we have the Olympics and all these other sporting oh, yeah. events and things like that, where you know, not even just video games, but, um, you know, your sports team doesn't do well. And even though you're not directly involved that, you know, people riot because of that, you know, so there's a lot, any, anytime that there's, there's a, a high level of competition, um, the way we 
groom people to deal with situations um, is basically uh, putting a bunch of <laughs> emotions out there that that bubble over and, and there are no real programs. I mean, people, I think that it would actually help out a lot uh, with these competitive games. Um, but other than that, I mean, you're just going to get those kind of people in life. And it's just very unfortunate. I don't think there's much you can do aside from saying, hey, it's not all it's not that important. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like the audio just cut out there for a bit. I think we lost a little bit of what you were saying, but it's OK. No. <laughs> it's OK. Yeah. I think, I think it's the fine. gist of it. It's fine. The okay. gist, yes. The gist. Okay. <laughs> um, so in general, um, I think we kind of we're all sort of in the same page here. It's a very sensitive issue. It's very tough. But. I think overall, it's very hard to just blame video games for the violence and uh, that we see in the real world. So that's that. Yeah, now, but I think that's the gist. We're all kind of good. Speaking about this is a pretty bad segue. Speaking about shootings, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who are familiar with uh, Fortnite, so Fortnite is uh, what we call a battle royale style of game that also has a building element to it, a, a kind of like uh, Minecraft, but a lot more faster and. Uh, interesting in that sense. But one of the biggest Fortnite players in the world, I would say, and probably the biggest Twitch streamer in the world, Ninja, uh, recently broke the internet when he announced that he was going to be streaming, uh, playing uh, Fortnite with Drake. So uh, he he sort of low-key mentioned it as he was just playing a match with someone else, like, oh yeah, later today I'm going to be playing with Drake. And everyone just didn't call him on it. A few minutes later, Drake post, posted something Drake on Twitter. It's like, I'm going to be playing Fortnite with Ninja. And so Ninja. we got to this point where Ninja, for those of you guys who don't Ninja. know, he was an overnight sensation that literally blew up Twitch. And in terms of the amount of revenue he's making, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going maybe 2 to $3 million a month. Easy. No question. Easy. Oh, wow. So Jeez. like this guy, he has several million uh, followers and of that, 118 subscribers on Twitch, 118,000 subscribers or something like that, like astronomical numbers, right? And like, let's just say each subscriber is a five dollar subscriber, just to put that out there, right? So, mm-hmm. at the very least, so there you go. Then you have the people just donating for the sake of donating, right? So, he's easily topping you know, absurd amounts of money. So, the question is for this person. Is Drake coming online helping him promote himself, or is he helping Drake promote himself? Who's the bigger superstar here, right? Because Drake was even saying as he was playing, basically he 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 low-key dropped. It was like, oh, I just want to watch the god do his work, right? And hashtag hashtag God's plan, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't be surprised in the future if Drake Drake even said, you know, we got to do this more in the future. But if Drake comes on to his stream and says, "Oh, hey guys, I have this new single coming out. You know, you guys should check it out." <laughs> you know, I wouldn't. I would. I definitely wouldn't be surprised. But imagine there's other rappers, other superstars, athletes out there that play Fortnite. That's like, hey, I want to get on, get in on this too. So this is really. This comes right after last month's podcast where we talked about esports becoming uh, recognized as a real sport by the IOC. So the fact that you have celebrities now coming on to popular streamers streams and playing with them making and for example you also have that uh, i can't remember his name the basketball player who owns echo fox uh, which is probably like the biggest esports team in the world that 
is uh, like they played a bunch of different games. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have these recognized celebrities recognizing esports, it really definitely is pushing us towards you know a, a brand new future. So, like, what do you guys think about this whole situation? So, I, I feel like uh, you know, in this new day and age, uh, especially with you know musicians, artists, things like that, um, because there's so many different mediums out there to get your name out there and to stay fresh you have to you have to go to you know the avenues where you can get extra eyes on you um so you know let's say pulling a stunt like this for drake actually does you know help him out because maybe these people weren't you know you people know of drake but the more his name is out there of course uh the more you probably think about him you know and and it's publicity you know um so I could easily see, you know, this sort of thing happening more often where there's a crossover, especially with the gaming industry becoming more vibrant and um, and popular. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a whole bunch more crossovers with, you know, known celebrities or up and coming celebrities mixed with, you know, popular gamers and streamers and things of that nature. It seems very natural and kind of a... a almost a new avenue of, uh, of advertising or, uh, or publicity now. So not too shocked. <laughs> cool. Uh, Poker, any thoughts on this whole issue? Uh, sure. I'll let you guys know when I get contacted by uh, somebody. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not there yet. But if if mobile gaming gets to that point too, you know, it's not too far. It's not it's not that far of a stretch. I think you know, e game uh, esports is uh, has made the leap. So you know, mobile gaming is not that far behind. I think I hope. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's get on to let's wrap things up here with questions. Um, we'll do some questions for the lame talk part and cover some of the questions that we didn't get to in the game talk part. So uh, there's a lot of questions for Mr. Jalapeno, and I'm going to have, I'm going to go through, let's see, one, two, three questions and group them all together. So from Kage Urufuru uh, from Reddit, and he needs a haircut, and Chromopolis Michael, these are all questions directed Mm. to you. So the first part is, for Fanatic Jalapeno, how do you have so much charisma, Marvel or DC? (laughs) What got you into comics and gaming? And then uh, another question related to that is, how do you stay so positive? What are you uh, <laughs> on? Uh, let's see, Harley. Uh, Harley. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Hal Jordan and the Martian Manhunter comparison. What do you uh-huh. do for a job, and what do you uh, to have so much money to put into DCL? <laughs> uh, you sign my underwear if I sign it today, and will you wash them for me? That's a lot of questions. Then, <laughs> then we're not done here. So then, mm-hmm. uh, oh my god! He's got to answer the question, DP. I know. I'm just gonna roll them out, all, all out, so they can all do them at once, okay? Because you're, 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 yeah. oh you're reading god. them with me, right? So, um, yeah, I'm looking at for them. The of, <laughs> for the sake of the naming, uh, loving. Do you love jalapenos? Are you actually like, for example, if you know Morty and Rick, are you actually? Yeah, like, yeah, Rick? pickle Rick. Yeah. Are you actually <laughs> a jalapeno that's talking to us on the uh, on the podcast? <laughs> and from Dula, uh, fellow streamer. Uh, 
do how do you actually like the red hot chili peppers and do you have a favorite song? <laughs> a favorite song. Okay, all right. Woo, let me uh <clears throat> let me drink a water. Let me get a little water real quick before I go into uh charisma. Well uh you know I, I guess uh I guess the, well I guess it kind of goes into a, another answer that's a little bit later in there, but um at my job I'm around a lot of people and uh I love people, you know, I love people, I love um gaming i i am a big gamer i'm a nerd like that but um uh i get excited about these things you know and and you know when i when i find a game that i really truly enjoy playing you know that excitement i guess bleeds into my content that i put out there so i think that's what really adds to that level of excitement and charisma um marvel or dc i'm gonna say i mean i love marvel for their movies um i used to love the x-men back in the day like when they had that uh, animated series, I used to love that. So I was I was a, I was a big Marvel fan for a long time. But I also love DC uh, for the comic series. The uh, I loved how they did the refresh with the New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, you know, I collected a lot of those comics. So I mean, I'm kind of like eh, it's like fifty fifty. You know, I, I love both for different reasons. My favorite character overall, and this is not a question on here, but I just want to throw it in there anyway, is Deadpool. So he's in the Marvel universe. So I, I they definitely got that. Um, but then let's see what got me into comics and gaming. I, I just I, I think overall I uh, I used to collect action figures a long time ago, and, and it was all that fantasy and all that stuff. And I I just loved comics in general, uh, just for you know the the stories and, and things of that nature. And then um, of course gaming was a natural progression um, with that, and mobile gaming because I mean it's harder for me with my schedule and what I do. Uh, to to be able to sit in front of a console, so uh, it just naturally progressed to, you know, from comics to gaming, to console gaming, to now mobile app gaming. So uh, that's kind of how. It, how do I stay feel positive? And because I love what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> that's how I stay so positive. And uh, and you know, and this kind of one of those things where you know, hopefully as time goes on, it'll get better. And that's kind of the outlook that I normally have when I'm approaching certain situations. And and all the negativity that I do have, let's say about you know controversial things that happen, I try to you know I try to say all those things when I'm not uh, posting. <laughs> and, you know, I say things like that out loud. And I'm like, ooh, maybe that's a little harsh. So I can tone it back a little bit, take it, take it down a notch or two, you know, before I actually put it out there um, via, let's say, a topic or my uh, my videos and such. Um, my thoughts on how Jordan and Martian Manhunter comparison. Uh, I mean, honestly, they're just kind of like twins, with the exception of how Jordan's spreading around shield and uh, Martian Manhunter's spreading around awareness. Um, I, I love both. Both have a, a high functionality. Um, I'm a little concerned about Martian Manhunter because he is new. Uh, and I don't really know if everyone jumps on the bandwagon and if people get upset, if he'll be put on a nerf block. But I do feel like how Jordan is safe because he's been out there since the beginning. And uh, the best thing about how Jordan, in my opinion, is that they somehow managed to keep one of the first characters that you get viable, no matter who they've launched how Jordan is still just as viable as day one. Uh, so I really love that about him. Um, Martian Manhunter, I think could be almost at that caliber. Um, but we'll see. I, I'm just not working on him. I'm actually, as I'm answering these questions, I'm actually running legendary <laughs> events on my phone. <laughs> um, see, what do I do for a job? So I model as that's what I do. And then I, I uh, also do stock trading. Uh, and then I dabble in other things as well. Um, and 
that's, you know, I have a little bit of time and I have a little bit of extra money in order to put into the game. Um, but right now, of course, I'm going um, more free to play. Um, so that, that'll free up a little extra, you know, for me. Um, now, in regards to the next question, uh, will I sign underwear? Mm, I'm not big into signing underwear. So, and I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not up for watching them either. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go in and, and humbly apologize about okay. that. Uh, after that, uh, let's see. So fanatic jalapeno uh, It's not because I love jalapenos is actually, I can't take any credit for it. It's, it's all Google. Um, I actually, when I first started playing the game, I got uh, I, I didn't save the progress. I so I was user, you know, five, six, seven or something like that. And uh, and I actually started uh, two accounts at the same time just to kind of see, you know, uh, if I worked on this character versus that character. So um, I, I was doing that at simultaneously. And unfortunately, one of the account or one of the phones broke. Um, and I realized real quick that if uh, if your name is user, whatever, 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 that means that your account really technically has not been saved. And if something happens to your phone, you will lose all your progress. And I found that out the hard way. Um, so I immediately on this account, uh, I saved it with the Google Play Store and they spit out Fanatic Jalapeno. The, the full name is like Fanatic Jalapeno 50314 or something like that. Um, and, you know, honestly, I just roll with it. I didn't even think I was going to be making videos or anything like that at the time. Um, doing my first video was kind of weird for me to say this is Fanatic Jalapeno. But <laughs> as time went on, I just it grew on me. And, uh, and I thought it was just kind of funny. So I, I just kept it and I will keep it. And um, Google. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Google. <laughs> uh, so, am I like Pickle Rick? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like him sometimes. Like I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> um, okay. So, no, it's not a, an actual jalapeno uh, on this podcast, right? Uh, although I had some jalapenos earlier today. Cool. Now, uh, let's see. Do I like red hot chili peppers? Um, yeah. Um, as as a band, I, I mean, I really. I really respect their music and there's a lot of songs that I, I used to really love to listen to. Uh, and as for my favorite song now, uh, it's, it's kind of odd. I, I actually went to Hamilton uh, not too long ago and uh, um, over in Broadway here and mm-hmm. um, in New York. And, and I absolutely love the soundtrack so much that I, uh, I actually bought that night. I just kind of listened to it all the time. And there's one song in particular that I, I can listen to over and over again. It's just a, a fun song to listen to is uh, Washington on your side. Um, a, a part that's a part of the uh, Hamilton soundtrack. So, uh, so that is my favorite song right now. And, and it normally changes from like week to week or month to month. So whew, I got, I think I answered everything. <laughs> cool, cool. so yeah. uh let's cover some questions that weren't able to cover in the game talk half so uh sagittarius uh 077 said for fanatic jalapeno i know joker was one of your favorites in the game and they made it worse with rework <laughs> but in my opinion he is more of the enraged character and should have been like that from the start in the dark knight returns animated movies he made batman so, uh, so angry enraged that he finally killed him so what's your opinion yeah. on that uh, so, you know, the thing about that is, um, had he been an enraged character from the start, I wouldn't have had a problem. Um, I feel like they could have made an additional Joker to have this kit because it's a completely different kit. And, and what, what made me, uh, I guess, really upset about the change uh, was really that they took the core 
or the DNA of a character and and completely switched it. So, you know, I, I invested in a bleed character. I expected even after rework that I would still have a bleed character. Uh, it'd almost be like the, if they took Zatanna and turned her from a healer uh, to a character that specializes in it. And yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, well, I, I, I actually needed her to heal for me, you know, just like I needed him to, you know, to supply bleeds with my bleed team. So I was like, well, now he's not a part of that. Now, could he be a good enraged character? I mean, right now, in my opinion, uh, silence and enrage are probably the two lamest debuffs. <laughs> uh, and that's my opinion. Uh, and the reason for it is because you have so many heavy hitting characters out there. Um, and even you even have Grundy who gets powerful, even more powerful when you enrage him. So it's like, you know, would I do I like him being the king of enrage? No, he's, he's the king of a, a very lame buff, in my opinion. Um, so overall, I feel like if they were if they were going to have a Joker, you know, really focus on enrage, it, it should have just made another Joker instead of mm. basically r- ruining the the bleed joker that we did have so, it could have reworked that's my opinion damage because joker it, it could have um you know or at uh, least gave him kept him you know kept some of his stuff you know it's just like they, they as a, almost like as the killing joke right mm. he, he throws out those bleeds when he dies and they don't do anything <laughs> you know, like, it just really oh. is a joke <laughs> it is a joke <laughs> Oh goodness! Something, yeah. something I do want to point out. I don't know if you got a chance to hear this from me before. Um, when I was visiting in, in San Francisco, they actually did say that because of the outcry from the community, because of Doctor Fate and Joker Clan France, uh, that no rework character will ever be a complete overhaul like that anymore. It's it's going to be more like the Robin and Catwoman style now. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be nice if they would actually just. You know, unrework the Joker. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> well, you know, funny. he's had actually two reworks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it actually it was be... different even before. Um, no, so I didn't know about so that joke. I knew, I mean, with this character, this character. I felt like it, for perfection for him, if they would have just, you know, instead of launching a Red Hood, um, they could have just literally gave in his rework, the Joker switched his team leader ability to what Red Hoods is currently. And then just switched his his heel from you know when everyone died to an overheal, and that that could have been all they had to do with that character. He would have been fantastic. Oh, I mean, he was great the way he was, but uh, he would have been even more beastly. But that's just my opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, moving on. Next question from BG Bat was for Ogre. Um, so, does Martian Manhunter still feel like the way he did when you were pl- when you tested him out at uh, WB San Francisco? And uh, he says, "I remember you saying that he was a striker class, but seems to fit more into a support class, uh, sort of sharing the same gears as uh, Green Lantern Hal Jordan." Are there noticeable differences from then until now? Uh, I.e., do you think that the, his gear set kit uh, was changed at all? Uh, he feels the same to me. He doesn't like, I got to play with him just like I said, very, very little. So, I mean, uh, me misconstruing him as a striker and not a mixed tank, you know, I didn't really look at the gear sets when I was doing all that. So I don't really, I don't really know. Like 
he still feels about the same to me. So okay, cool. But yeah, he definitely looks like he's sort of that support support mix tank style. So it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, and, and it could have just been who I was using him with that he made him look like more of a striker. Awesome. So, so now uh, the last question is from Mr. Scotty Mac, and this question, I guess, for all of us: What's the total cost of real life money <laughs> that you all individually have spent on the game, and how many <laughs> hours each day does it consume of your life? And after after reviewing the kits of all the characters from this month, how would you rank them in terms of power from top to bottom? So, ooh, how about it? That's a lot. Oh. Well, 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 if you don't want to answer it, I'll go ahead and answer mine. Okay, go ahead. You can go first and now I'll, I'll go, go ahead after. and say that uh, I've spent probably all said between all the gift cards and everything else that I've gotten and actually money that I've spent myself. Uh, may, I'm still under $500, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And I think most of that, and like I said, most of that is just gift cards. Of my own money, I've spent maybe 150 bucks throughout the whole life of the game. So I don't know. Nice. Well, I had to say that uh, you know mine is a little more substantial than that, and uh, I'll just kind of leave it at that. <laughs> um, but I've definitely spent a considerable amount on this um, timing, or the time is, I think, uh, you know, I, I feel like I spend less time now on it than I was before, mainly because, uh, you know, now I, I, I kind of know what I want to get accomplished. Uh, so each day I'm not really on the game actively playing, but I, I, I think I spend a lot of time on the app, mostly like reading comments and, and chatting up with my, um, my Alliance members and reading topics and things like that. So I, I, I love how they introduced the, um, the forum in the game because of that. I, I, Time spent in the app is a lot more than actively playing on the app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, personally, me from my point of view, I probably I'm like ogre. Maybe of my own money, I've probably spent maybe three hundred to four hundred dollars. I've only bought two character packs, uh, being Red Hood and Marsh and Hunter up until now. Um, so that's $200. And then everything else is just sort of like small increments here and there of other things. But, uh, yeah, but not that much. Um, but mainly I'm not adverse to spending money. It's more of like, where do I see the value? And I'm, as people know on Reddit, I'm more of, I'm one of those financial guys. I'm one of the sort of max miners. So I, I try and look for the most value I can get out of anything I want. So, for example, mm. if I think Red Hood's going to be a big investment for me, like, or if Martian Mantor is going to be something I really want at a certain rank or certain level, I'll go in for it. But otherwise, you know, I won't really if I can do it another way. Uh, in terms of hours spent uh, in this game, I'm probably on the higher end of this. I probably spend, like, throughout several points of the day, at least one or two hours each time that I log into the game. So probably doing PvP and PvE content all at the same time. So I would probably say I'd log into the game maybe three or four times a day. So that's at least three or four hours a day. That's quite a decent amount, I think, just playing. The other thing for me, though, is that um, the element, as as uh, Jalapeno was saying, the community element, you personally were using the community center. We, we use Reddit a lot and Discord. So... Mm-hmm. A lot of my time is not on my phone, is now consumed with Reddit and Discord. It's the community surrounding DCL that's uh, actually taking up the majority of my time. So of the three and four hours I spend playing the game, 
I probably spend double that um, just reading stuff from Discord yeah. and from Reddit. So I'm just like on the train, going to work, coming back from work, um, during work, during my breaks, just always looking at stuff online. So that's a, probably a, a large part of what's taking up my time in my life these days. And my wife's not that happy about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, what about you, Ogre? Yeah, as far as uh, like actual playtime, uh, let's see. Uh, on days that I don't create videos, I play probably two to three hours broken up, depending on what kind of day it is. If it's a rural day in Alliances, I play a little bit longer. Uh, if it's a PvP day, I play a little bit less. Um, and then I do spend a lot more time in Reddit and Discord. Uh -huh. So I probably, all said and done throughout the day, probably six or so hours, seven hours throughout the day broken up and i think that we're I, I think they're amongst the community members the big community members out there there are people who spend probably the majority of their day uh online like via community channels or uh being in game so i think the game has really consumed a lot of people's lives but it's not a bad thing i think because the community factor like that um the alliance and speaking to people and just you have buddies all over the world so it's awesome i think it's a big thing for the game so yeah, I mean, like I've I've never would have thought about starting a podcast or being a Reddit content creator or a YouTube content creator or doing anything like this if it hadn't been for DCL. To be fair, so I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. There you go. So uh, about the characters, this and, month. How, oh yeah, do you want to say something about? Oh yeah, no, no, I was going to say about the characters for this oh, month. <laughs> let's go on this game. <laughs> So, so all right, one through five. five. Yeah, one through five. Who's number one? All right. So for me, uh, I'm still working on uh, Martian Manhunter, but um, I, I'd have to say that uh, I just from you know playing. Are we going against, on? Are we going on an excitement level or on actual value? Your personal scale. Your personal, Your personal scale. scale. Yeah, so I, I would have to go number one for me is Swamp Thing. That rework for Swamp Thing is absolutely amazing. Um, and I, I think that you're going to probably see a lot of him and and fear him in PvP and all that and, and red alerts. Um, I think next it will probably have to be, um, you know, for me, Martian Manhunter. And then after that, I have to go to uh, Etrigan and then Constantine. Um, and then... Unfortunately, uh, at last, I go with Jessica Cruz. That's that's the rank that I would give him. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, for me personally, I put uh, Constantine as number one. He's one that when I saw him, uh, when I got to do that preview, uh, I was so excited to get him in game finally. And he also happens to be a bleed character, so I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> 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 I was so happy when I found that out. So uh, I was really looking forward to him. I'm really looking forward to finally getting to play him a little bit more when he has his second PvP week finally. Uh, so he's my number one. Uh, number two, I have to put Swamp Thing. His rework has been absolutely amazing. Uh, number three, I'm going to go ahead and throw Jessica Cruz up there because I think she actually got a really, really good rework. Uh, and she's definitely a lot more playable than she was. Uh, number four, I'm going to put Etrigan and number five, I'm going to put Martian Manhunter just because 
well, he's cool, but I don't care. <laughs> Fair enough. Me, That's just me personally. I, don't, I just don't care. For me, my order is probably going to be Etrigan number one, then Martian Manhunter and Constantine. So the three new characters first, um, mainly because <clears throat> Etrigan, well, all three of them, in a way, are all de- are all special damage dealers. And to me, like special damage is something I'm really interested in right now. So that's why. Etrigan is one of the more interesting mystics because, like I said before, he's really fast and he has a self-healing ability and is a pump and he can pump himself, can buff himself, and he's huge damage output. Just overall, amazing kit. Um, <clears throat> Constantine is more of like the more interesting character. That's why I put him on, like sort of that mid-level, but he's not like the he doesn't. I don't think he has that potential to be the best right now. He might be the best eventually he might have some broken elements to him but he needs something to really pop right now so that's why i think he's good but not the best martian manhunter the awareness to me is super interesting on top of the fact that he's a special damage dealer so i'm not really sure where i'm going with martian manhunter but i do think that he's going to be a big part of my lineup going forward then swamp thing and then jessica cruz now Swamp Thing, I haven't played with him personally yet, but I can definitely see him being the one of the scariest characters to come up against in any mode of the game right now. And Jessica Cruz, she probably has one of the best like reworked kits that I've seen so far. Or sorry, best reworked gear sets uh, in terms of her damage output and everything that she's doing. So um, overall, all five characters have been great. It's really hard to actually say which is first and which is fifth. So. Yeah, there we go. yeah. As far as very close, yeah, really good. Well, <laughs> yeah. As far as playability, they're all playable. Yeah, it's been really good. And with that, um, unless you guys have anything else to say, I will wrap it up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm good. I'm, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me here again, and uh, it was fun chit chatting about all kinds of things. <laughs> So, yeah, thanks again for hanging out with us as yeah. late as you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's almost three o'clock over here. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, uh, also for you guys listening who were listening on Discord, uh, we ran into some technical difficulty. I think we broke Discord or something. So, uh, <laughs> our audio channel seemed to have crashed midway there. So, the rest of uh, the recording, uh, the, the midway half of Lame Talk kind of got cut off. But uh, you'll, you can hear it on the podcast uh, when it comes out. So, uh, with that, um, Ogre, any last words? No. I just want to thank everybody for listening, and thanks again to our guest, Fanatic Jalapeno. So. And uh, Fanatic Jalapeno, any last words? Uh, always drink your oval team. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, you guys have already, yeah, if you guys have you guys can you follow guys him on him. YouTube. Uh, under is, is it Fanatic Jalapeno or is it your your regular? No, just my 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 name, Pierre Woods. That's how you find me. Unfortunately, I've been I've been trying to use um, you know, uh, create hashtags or something like that where you can find me, mm-hmm. um, but. Because my name is there, uh, it's Pierre Woods. I don't really mind anybody knowing my full name. It doesn't matter to me. But um, if you want to look for my videos, it would be under Pierre uh, Woods to find me. 
So yeah. de- definitely check him up. He puts out a lot of uh, great content. So, um, Thanks, and uh, as for us, the Oddsmen, um, if you haven't already, uh, you can follow us on social media at uh, Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud at the Oddsmen. And if you like what we're doing here, uh, you can su- you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Oddsmen. And again, another shout out to our newest patron, Mr. Daniel H. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And there you go. <laughs> so with that, cool, cool. Uh, we'll play the outro and wrap it up there. Hey guys, this is Seth Rogen. <laughs> Wanted to give a huge shout out and thanks to everyone for listening. <laughs> Catch us when we go live on Discord and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud at The Oddsman. Feel free to check us out on Patreon patreon.com slash the oddsman for a variety of opportunities to help us grow and provide better content thanks again for your continued support and as always enjoy and grind on <laughs>